Welcome to episode one of the Cleveland Sessions podcast, where Cleveland.com, OWL Internet Radio, and the Music Box Supper Club introduce you to new music coming from the heart and the fringes of rock and roll. Tonight we sat down with the members of Cleveland band The Modern Electric, who spoke about the music they call cinematic pop, their connection with fans, and an exciting new journey that will take them across the country. I should have known, I should have known 
Welcome to the Cleveland Sessions brought to you by Cleveland.com, the Music Box Supper Club, and Oh Wow Internet Radio. I'm your host, Troy L. Smith, and I'm here with the guys from the Modern Electric. Woo-hoo! How you guys doing? Good. How you doing, man? Good, man. I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. So over the past couple of years, you guys have kind of worked yourselves up to being one of the, you know, highly regarded live acts in Cleveland. Thanks. Uh, you know, big performance at Bright Winter. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I think it's like bright fall now, the bright summer with the weather, the temperature <laughs> for the shows. Yeah, it worked out really well for us that year with the weather. Oh, man, we lucked out. Yeah. And you guys did it. So explain to me, you did your set, and then the fans wanted more, and you came back <laughs> on for an encore, which I haven't seen at Bright Winter before, but that was pretty epic. We were honored, yeah. Were you there, man? Come on. <laughs> you blacked well, <laughs> out the entire experience. Well, what happened is we, we have a song that we always close our show with, which is called All We Have Is Now. Um, and we played that song, and during the course of that song, I broke the piano. I, I, I just was wailing on it too hard, and things broke inside, and then everybody wanted us to play another song, and we were kind of panicking. Um, so uh, we decided to go really the opposite direction, really intimate. I brought out an acoustic guitar, and it was just... Me and Holden, uh, he's the other guitar player. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, we were at a bright winter. Anyway, we just played an intimate version of a song called When All Else Fails. It was acoustic. It was very strange to end night from like such super high energy to something so like intimate, but people really liked it. I, I want to point out there is video proof that this actually happened for the rest <laughs> of you guys. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I wanted to ask you because one of the questions you get most is sort of this phrase you've coined, uh, cinematic pop. Uh, explain to people who haven't heard you, who have heard you, what is cinematic pop to you guys? Okay, yeah. Um, cinematic pop is twofold. One, when we're writing songs, we get inspired by movies a lot. Like, I'm, I'm a huge movie fan. We've watched movies together, and as the credits start rolling, we get this feeling that we, we want to create, too, after seeing such a awesome piece of art and so a lot of our songs come from movies and uh, the other part to it is um, we, we want to be a soundtrack to uh, the lives of our fans so they're, they're kind of like the star in the movie oh you got something here yeah I mean we've been really fortunate to to move fans in a way that we get a lot of requests to do like marriage proposals I saw that and, and we've had people propose on stage we've gone out and done videos and stuff like that, or they'll tell us stories about, you know, you were the song at our like first kiss or when we first met and now they're married now. So it's weird, it's, it's very bizarre. What do you say, what's your reaction when someone comes up to you and says, I'm gonna propose to my girlfriend, I want you to be there in I say the like, are, are you sure you wanna do that first? Um, and secondly, of course, yes, we'll do it. What, there was one this past summer, I believe, that you did. Yes, in uh, I saw Lakewood, I think. Uh, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah one of you was he... missing. That is correct. Yeah. Um, what song did you guys play? Uh, they requested When All Else Fails, and that, that was the one that we closed the night with at Bright Winter. That's very um, acoustic, uh, focused on the lyrics, uh, stripped-down song. And, yeah, um, it's, it, was, yeah, it was really humbling to like, be a part of such an important moment of those people's lives. It's so... I'm glad they asked us. Yeah, we do divorce hearings as well. Yeah, I was going to ask, do you have a backup song if the woman says no? Yeah, won't you take me with you if you got to leave? That's uh, Maybe. Say that one? I'm not good at goodbyes, or I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's songs. <laughs> and you say you're inspired by movies. I want people to know it's not like you're going to see you know, uh, Jurassic World or something. You have, uh, you know, refined taste in movies, hey, classic I, movies. We're all over the place. I usually, I usually uh, watch a lot of 70s movies, so like... 
stuff Woody Allen has made. Uh, Annie Hall's like the coolest movie of all time. But we all kind of have different tastes and stuff. That's true. All right. <laughs> and it's not just, you know, when, when I read about it and, you know, see you guys, you think they're inspired by the soundtrack. But it's actually really the feel of the movie. Yeah, it's the emotion the, the, the movie puts forth. When it really touches you, it's like, wow, like art can do something that special. I want to create something in that. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we're not directly referencing, like, we're, like if we watch Annie Hall, it's not about the plot. It's more about kind of the subterranean feel of the movie, like the kind of feeling you get deep inside that's really hard to articulate. And usually it's easier to articulate it through music and, and to shape it around chords, S sound, sounds, yeah. melodies, more abstract things are easier to convey like those really like specific feelings that you have deep inside, you know. So let's go back to you guys forming. You guys go all the way back to high school, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did you come together? Were you just friends kind of playing in bands or...? Well, do you want to go with how you guys got together first? Oh, yeah. We were playing in an instrumental band for the longest time in high school because I was too chicken to sing. And <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was fun. We got to like play all the guitar solos and be like guitar heroes and stuff. But um, after I met uh, these guys, we wanted to do something more mature, something um, that expressed more than just we're really sweet at our instruments, you know? And, and Garrett doesn't believe this, but I... I heard him say this. So we met at like a youth group, like oh, yeah. a church youth group when we were kids. And I was playing the drums after youth group on like the drums that were there. And I and Garrett came down from like the sound booth with our friend Gus and just said, I thought you were just a stupid skateboarder. Like those are the first words <laughs> he said to me. <laughs> I don't know if that's... And was he so a stupid skateboarder? He was. Yeah. But luckily he could play drums too, so... <laughs> So that that was he had me with those words. I've seen Mike break a skateboard over his head a couple of times. <laughs> I'm not lying. That's not necessary. And then so to take it further, then you guys you got together and you did the high school rock off at was it a House of Blues at that point? Uh, well, these two had graduated, so uh, we me and Garrett had to play as a two piece. So they were disqualified from the high school. Rock yeah, off. but we, me and Garrett, first time playing together as a two piece, I moved to the drums for the entire set, and Garrett played piano and guitar, and we ended up coming in third. Yeah, you guys are like cool. a success story from the the high school rock. Off. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Does it seem like forever ago? Yeah, it does. It seems like a long. I mean, that was the um, that was the turning point when we went from being called the name of our instrumental band, which will remain unnamed, but. Then we uh, public, uh, publicly announced at that rock off that we were going to be called the Modern Electric and um, our new direction into cinematic pop. So it was it was a turning point for us, definitely. You know, you guys have you know you have a lot of fans now, but you take a while to write music yeah. <laughs> and oh release music. Understatement. You had your your self titled debut album. Then was it was it six year gap? Um, Something yeah, like it was that? in '09 that one came out. Then uh, yeah, and then 2015 we came out with the next one. Six years. I hope it won't be six years again. We already started writing this new album, and uh, it's 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 definitely going to be in the next year or two tops, or three or four or five or ten. No, in, maybe in the next year is what we're going to shoot for. So it won't be a decade again or whatever. <laughs> and the the latest album's original motion picture soundtrack. Yes, that was in two thousand fifteen. Uh, for me, you guys did a Kickstarter to raise money to release that. I've always been interested for bands. What is it like to 
kind of put yourselves out there is really saying like, how much do people care? <laughs> Can we get our goal? And you guys did uh, like over a thousand dollars over Extra. the original goal. Yeah, we have the coolest fans. They're just awesome. Um, yeah, it was scary. I mean, do you have anything to comment on that? I was afraid. Yeah, I feel like you log in and there's like yeah. $20 in there. <laughs> well, in the beginning, we were really nervous. But it's it's hard to put yourself out there. You end up kind of becoming really vulnerable. And you don't want to seem needy or whatever because we are privileged to like go up on stage and play in front of hundreds of people and to then you know be like, well, we need money, you know? <laughs> It feels weird. It's a strange, you know, dichotomy or whatever. And you guys released this album, and it sort of is the embodiment of what you stand for with cinematic pop. Talk to me about releasing a behind-the-scenes video for every song. Yeah. Is that one of those things you take on, and then you start doing You're like, oh, crap, we have to do every song. <laughs> right. It was, it was a huge undertaking. We didn't really realize, but um, we were so interested in film that we wanted to uh, live up to our name, Cinematic Pop, cinematic rock band and uh, so we decided to make a music video for every song one a month and we challenged ourselves and we luckily made it but it was it was hard it was like right up to like the last day we were still editing putting stuff together and um, yeah so we wrote and directed um, all the music videos and we didn't really star in them because we're not I'm not a good actor at all so we were just like cameo roles in there um, but yeah we ended up getting all, all 12 songs with the music video and one of the more recent developments is the Spirit, Spirit Airlines thing that you guys won, you were chosen for, it's music for miles. Yeah. And you're gonna be doing kind of these pop-up shows on Spirit Airlines uh, in exchange for travel. You get to right. you, know, you get to ride the airline to shows next year. Yeah, well, it, there's nothing better than that deal. I mean, I, I was, we were so honored to be selected by them. They ca came and found us and um, they're, they just have a, a good mentality. Like, they're like, they, they don't have like all the frills in when you're buying a ticket and it's not, so the tickets aren't so expensive. And they wanted to reach out to the artist community um, to even help us, you know. It, th that's the biggest tour expense for sure is traveling. We, we thought to ourselves, you know, maybe in a 10 years we could go play in California because you'd have to save up the gas money along the way. Mm -hmm. But it just opened up the whole United States to us. Now we can play in California one weekend and the next weekend be in Texas. It's, it's just a really, huge, huge blessing to a band like us. I feel like the travel aspect's awesome. I'm curious, have you worked out in your heads how the you know logistically it's gonna work with performing on a plane? That part, we don't know how it's gonna go, yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to be a big jet. <laughs> Those <laughs> well, things are super small. I think it'd probably be acoustic performance. Yeah. You're not gonna bring the piano and set it up in the aisle, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's probably just acoustic. No, we haven't thought about it. <laughs> question. No, you haven't. Uh, but you are for sure touring next year. Yeah, um, we're gonna we'll we'll hit up handful of places. I don't think we're gonna do like a giant world tour six month thing because we don't we haven't done that uh, many times. We're still gonna warm up into it, but um, we we just got that ticket to go wherever we wanted, so we're definitely gonna use that up. So to close out, you know, again, thank you guys for for joining us. Oh, and people so much can for catch the live performance on Cleveland.com. It's amazing. Um, thanks. And you do have a show coming up. You do a holiday show, so yes. December 23rd at the Grog Shop. Grog Shop. What can people expect? It's got to be doing something special. It's two days before Christmas. Yeah, it's... Well, we, we're going to have a few new presents, if you will, in the form of songs. Yeah, so, hopefully we could get it together. We're yeah. going to keep writing new songs, and I think there's going to be some ready to 
to show you guys at uh, December 23rd. We're going to have Christmas. Three. We're going to have three. <laughs> We're oh, have three. gosh. He's, yeah. He said that. On That's camera. guaranteed, yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. We'll try. <laughs> That's how we can get our album out within a year. Yeah. If okay. we get them done. <laughs> Challenge accepted. All the guys from Modern, the Modern Electric joining us, the Cleveland Sessions. Uh, thanks to Music Box Supper Club for hosting us. Um, and shout out to cleveland.com where you can see this interview, where you're watching this interview, and you can also see the live performance of the show. And check out uh, Oh Wow Internet Radio, one of our other sponsors as well. Thanks, guys. Heck yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you.